BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome back to the What We Said podcast and happy Friday. Friday. I'll read the morning toast now. <gasps> oh no, we're copying them. No, it just like came so naturally I to know. me. Um, <laughs> I have no thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> happy Friday, guys. Hope you're all having a wonderful start to the weekend. You know what I decided? Hmm. Fridays should be work off just the weekend. Yeah. Like, it's almost like Fridays aren't as exciting to me because it's like still a normal day. And then by the end of the day, I don't know. I've just been thinking recently. You're saying you like Fridays or you don't like Fridays? Well, I would like them more if it was just like a free-for-all, mm-hmm. like Saturday and Sunday are to me. See, in my mind, um, the beauty of making your own schedule, I always take Fridays as a Saturday, basically. Like, I never I take clients or anything. Like, unless it's a fun project, like photo shoot or something where I'm excited about it, where it's like more of a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like to schedule consistently things for Friday. I like to leave I that agree. day open. I usually try and leave it open too. And I've been thinking like, I think Mariana Hewitt, Mariana, excuse me, Hewitt, who's one of the founders of Summer Fridays, I think she takes like, I can't remember, but basically she has a schedule. Um, she schedules out her days really well. And each day is like a specific thing, which I think is really smart. And I want to blocking, s- start adopting it. Well, like- she takes Monday. I'm making this up, but it's like Mondays are photo shoot days. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays are her days for like editing and emails. Ugh. So they're all specific. So it's like every week she knows kind of what she's doing. And she only then has to like get ready and do her makeup, you know, once or twice that a week. That is smart. And her hair washing schedule all goes along with it. Like she's extremely organized. But I remember her saying that I think maybe she takes like personal um, appointments. So she'll go to like a massage or like waxing or whatever she like nails yeah hair. nails on Fridays because mm. it's like a little more fun and then anyway yeah I need to have I do a love schedule. a good nail salon appointment on a Friday I hate getting my nails done oh I've decided well that's because you had a traumatic experience no but. I've decided I do not like going like I I like the outcome mm-hmm. but I do not like the process it's kind of true I like getting a pedicure me too because yeah. you'd be on my phone the whole time. <laughs> no, true. When you're when you're getting your nails done, and ever since I learned that AirPods are radioactive to your brain, I don't listen to my AirPods anymore when I get my nails done. Really? So I just sit there and like try and be in the moment, listen well, to even, my thoughts, and it's I don't like it. Well, even AirPods during the um, nail salon is like I almost feel as though not that it's rude, but it's almost more stress-inducing for Mm -hmm. me because I can't move my hands. 
So then if I'm listening to a podcast and it's like talking loudly and then they're like, oh, what color or what did you want here? And then I'm trying to speak with them. It's like, I can't even, it's stressful. So then I don't want to listen to a podcast or anything on my AirPods because of that. So then I basically do the same thing. I'm just sitting there. I love that one nail salon we went to in LA because they would have like desperate house or not desperate housewives, uh, real housewives on. Yes. And with the subtitles, it's like, yes, give me that. Give Give me me some trash TV to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, you know what I didn't like? They didn't have the subtitles on. That's my oh, one complaint they of them right. is that they would play good shows, but with no subtitles. Yeah, I'm like, like, come we on, can't we, can't, we don't know what they're saying. I'm not a mouth reader, yeah. not a lip reader. But the one that I used to go to in LA, one of them, they did my nails great every single time. However, they would only ever play a travel vlog montages on YouTube. Oh, nope. With like the um, royalty-free music. Like, ding, ding. I can't even. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like people with their GoPros. That like, is not what you want to watch. No, and but it's like all I had. So I would just like stare at the TV and get my nails done. And no, it takes this, forever. This place that I went to, they actually were playing the Great British Baking Show. Oh. Which was good. And it had subtitles. subtitles. Okay, yeah, there we which, go. which was good. And it definitely, tell me honestly what you think of my nails. You know what? When I first saw them on your Instagram story, I'm not going to lie. They weren't my favorite you've ever gotten, but they're not bad. What about them is not your favorite? Well, I you don't can see I don't my real love... nail underneath the French tip. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't hate that. You know what's hard about the French tip is I don't like when they kind of go straight across. Like I like when they kind of do a curve with mm. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what you're. That's, that's what you don't like my about only it? complaint. Okay, necessarily. I don't like that. And I, I don't see... like that they cut you. That's yeah, rude. Exactly. Oh no! I realized I have one more complaint about my nails, and then I'll move on. Okay. I, what I realized afterwards is that she didn't ask me your leg is covered in sand really (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) how is it that covered it looks like you just got out of the ocean wait I'm confused (laughs) I need to go into my shower what in the world okay moving on (laughs) I realized as she was kind of doing it I realized that she didn't ask me like you know how How I never want yeah how long (gasps) so she did not trim them at all Look how oh, long these they are. are pretty long. That is not like that's probably why they she does she did the straight across French as well. Right, because you can't even go that high or else you would show my whole nail. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want them this long. I wanted them cut down a little bit. And I didn't realize I never want to be that annoying overboard person who's like, excuse me, can you cut them? And they're like, Yeah, I was working on it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So every step of the way, I just thought she was gonna ask, like, oh, do you want them whatever? What's what shape? Mm-hmm. Like, I realized afterwards. She didn't ask me the shape. She just did what I already had. And she did not ask me how long. So interesting. the whole experience was just very interesting. But um, yeah, everyone says they love the snail salon though. So I'm like, maybe I just need to get a different person. Also, I got a brand new girl. I think she just Learned was like nervous. Day. It was her first day. I feel bad. It just took way too long. Like I'm saying, imagine now that you're just going in for a fill. You think it's going to take 40 minutes and it takes two over two hours. No, I can't do That's that. That's too long. I start sweating after an hour. Like I start like panic sweating. Yeah, anxiety two hours sweating. is too long. And I didn't yeah. like a lot that amount of time. I'm allotted an hour. Not even so for then, a design. No, not a design. Just French tips. I'm like, that's not, I'm sorry. That's too long. No. That's not, I've never experienced that. Also, I always get cut. Like, I don't know how, I've never been somewhere where they don't cut me. Really? So I, I have a lot. My, I don't know if it's my, the way that my nails are or my skin around my nails. But I always know which nails. It's and unfortunately, it's always my my ring finger on my left hand. They Amazing. Always cut it, and my pinkies always just get th- completely thrashed. 
Really? So this was my first time getting cut I think cut I'm going to have much. to be more vocal and say, please be gentle. Yeah. After she cut me on like the fourth nail, I was kind of like, okay, like, oh, that you got me yeah. right there or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. But I'm like, <laughs> you I, got me. Yeah. I'm like, you got me again. <laughs> it's like gushing it's, blood. It's just, did you see that meme I posted that someone's made? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love it. Their nails are, they're literally, <laughs> their like, fingers are cut off. <laughs> Like, perfect. I love it. <laughs> Literally me every time. I'm like, it's beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> hmm. also, whenever you go, like, look on Pinterest, their cuticles are perfect. And yeah. I, they never do my cuticles. No, no. They're always looking rough. So I zoom in, like, I'll get them done. And then I zoom in afterwards. And I'm like, when I have hangnails. Like, Literally, <laughs> hangnails, like, dry as the Sahara <laughs> yeah. on the, the cuticle area. I'm like, that's what makes it. I need to get a manicure with a fill, I think. Oh, because do they not do that when I they do the fill? I don't think so. Because they never, like, cut my... I'm kind of scared to get my cuticles cut sometimes, though. Um, you can get bad infections. Like... I kid you not. School scissors? <laughs> yes. No, she used something very interesting to cut my cuticles that was so incredibly painful. Yeah. <laughs> I really At least she cut your cuticles. Yeah, but like she cut them clean off. I'm like, okay, bye cuticles. Oh, like yeah. there were none. Also, I learned what cuticle actually is. And it's not that like ridge between your skin and your nail. That's not your cuticle. Cuticle is like on the nail. Like it's like extra skin on the nail you scrape off. You don't want to get rid of that barrier. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She got rid of my barrier. <gasps> no, 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 no. That's how you get infections. She cut them all off. <laughs> she cut all me, my barriers off. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh my gosh, when people weren't kidding because a lot of people messaged me, they're like, you got to be careful of infection, whatever. And I'm like, what are they? I don't know what they're talking about. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't have them. You can't cut the barrier. That's what people think cuticles are. You want them to push... The push them back. You have to push the barrier back. I yeah. I watched this YouTube video of her cleaning her cuticles. It's the most satisfying video, video ever. And I watched it years ago, so I have no idea who it is. Or sorry, you get no credit because I don't remember who it is. But you have to like type it up on YouTube and watch them do it and have somebody. I don't know. It's I hard kid to you trust. not. Oh, yeah. Well, moving on from the nails. Wow, Fifteen I'm sorry. minute nail. It's too. Rant. It's too much. But I did have to go off on that. You guys, it's fall upon us and. If you watched my recent YouTube video, you saw I did a little closet clean out styling session with Danny. And something that we did to take, you know, outfits up a notch is talk about jewelry and accessorize. Accessorizing is really everything when it comes to outfits from taking it to just, you know, a basic outfit to something really special. So that's where Missouri comes in. We absolutely love Missouri. I am wearing multiple Missouri items right now. I have like a thin gold chain that I wear every single day that I don't take off. And same with this like little croissant ring that I wear pretty much every day. And oh yeah. And this chain link ring also. So I'm wearing three Missouri pieces on and I shower with them because mm -hmm. they're 14 karat gold. And they have not tarnished or anything. The quality is insane. And they just have the most beautiful pieces. So Missouri makes fine jewelry for every day, minus the traditional 10 times markups. They have new limited edition drops every Monday. They have fresh new picks every week for every style. And they are fairly priced, handcrafted, and ethically sourced and made to last. Like I said, they have 14 karat gold, solid gold staples that don't wear out or scratch easily. These are such great products. I can really attest to the quality. And 14 karat is much more durable than 18 karat gold. No more green fingers or fine jewelry that oxidizes. Also, they have other materials such as sterling silver. They have freshwater pearls. I have one of their pearl necklaces and I absolutely love it. Ethically sourced diamonds and milestone pieces for every budget and for every one, including women's, men's, and unisex pieces guaranteed to elevate your fall wardrobe. You guys, it's never too early to go Christmas shopping, by the way, okay? Mm -hmm. Get on it quick. 
If you need help deciding, they also have virtual shopping so you can live chat with a Missouri stylist one-on-one. You can get answers to all of your burning questions like how do I style this? Can I mix metals? What's my size? Et cetera, et cetera. So head to Missouri.com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. That is M-E-J-U-R-I.com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. Go check out the link in our description. Baby girl, you know what I love? Mm. Elemis Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm. This stuff is like butter, you guys. It takes off your makeup so well, but doesn't leave your skin feeling dry and tight AF like a lot of, you know, makeup wipes or other things do. I love this cleansing balm so, so much. The hype is real. You used it, Chelsea. What do you think? It's so, um, it's so creamy. I was going to say the word creamy, but I didn't know if that was the right word for yes, it. Yes, it is. That I didn't expect it to be a cleansing balm. Yes. I was like, this is a little suspicious. But then I took off all of my makeup. I literally rubbed it all over. I had a full face of makeup on. And I was a little suspicious, but then I was works. a believer. It works. It keeps your face very glowing and hydrated without yes. like stripping it away. You're right. It doesn't feel like it just took off all of like my natural oils. Yes. So it nourishes as a balm. It easily removes makeup as a cleansing oil and then it hydrates as a cleansing milk. So they've really gotten everything figured out. It also feels like a spa in a jar. It has a blend of nine essential oils, including lavender, chamomile, eucalyptus. It's really just something else. You guys got to try it. So what is Elemis? Elemis is the number one luxury British skincare brand that believes in truth in beauty. They're globally recognized for harnessing the power of nature's finest actives, high-performance delivery systems, and revolutionary technology to create skin-friendly formulations that deliver results that you can see and feel. Elemis believes in skin wellness, proven results, feel-good skincare, and transparent innovation. We love Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm so much, we want you to try it too. So for almost 20% off, Go to elemis.com and enter code what we said 20 to enjoy 20% off full sized products. That is elemis.com and enter code what we said 20 to enjoy 20% off full sized products. Well, really quickly, we just want to talk a little bit about the Gabby Petito mm-hmm. case because we haven't talked about that at all in the podcast. We've been talking about it a lot personally. Just so, so heartbreaking yeah. and awful. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm sure maybe by the time this comes out, there'll be more info, hopefully. There seems to be more info every single day, which is so crazy, which is why I think it's like so captivating for everybody, why everyone's glued to this case. Because it's real time. Yeah. And I was saying it's like there's so much accessible evidence for the public Mm -hmm. because it's all on the internet. So people can do their own digging and like come up with their own whatever. But Theories and stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, I have seen a lot of things that it is still a real person. Like I think we just get so wrapped up and especially with cases that are older, it's easier to do that because you're like, oh, it's like, you know, past, you know, 30 years ago. Easier to just like talk about it as like something besides what it is. Yeah. You know, um, just as as almost like not real because it's so far long. It's so long ago and it feels, I I I never know the difference between subjective and objective. Um, (laughs) Don't ask me. No. <laughs> An objective is like what you're trying to do. A su- subjective is like, oh, it could go okay. either way. I mean, that's… Yeah, because if you look at it more surface level, like true crime cases, I guess, like cold cases, and you look at it more surface level, it's not as emotional. But this one's hard because it's like it's unfolding in front of your eyes. So it's like mm-hmm. you know people's lives are being just completely flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. It's so sad for her family and for like 
his family, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, his family is sus. Yeah. The whole thing is just crazy. And it's so sad to see like different things come out. And you were just like hoping for the best. And then, you know, again, it's not like you're watching a documentary of something that happened 30 years ago. Right. And that's what makes it hard is because I almost don't even want to be like speculating or making theories or being like, I think this is what happened. Yeah. Because like you said, it is a real person and it's so awful. And it's just not something you want to be talking about lightly at all. Because yeah. it's just so, so sad and so tragic. I just hope justice is served. Like, yes. I just really hope that whatever happened, it comes to the surface. And like, you know, if he's the one who did it, which I'm see, sure seems like yeah. it, then he needs to face those consequences. Yes, and 100%. I really hope that it all, I mean, it's just so heartbreaking that they did find her body. But because I think so everyone crazy. was secretly, uh, not secretly, I, I think everyone was, you know, obviously hoping that yeah, there it would be a miracle and she would be They fine. would find her alive. Mm -hmm. I think it's so crazy. One of the craziest things about this case is like the GoPro footage that they found from, that's how they found where her uh, yes. truck was, or her, the van. sorry, the van was parked. And then like they found her body close to that. Like supposedly, I don't, I know that they haven't like done the full autopsy and everything. But it was from a YouTuber family's yeah. like dash cam. And because yeah. like it got so much coverage, they would have never recognized or thought anything. Totally. But it's like, think of how many things are on the internet that like have answers to yeah. mysteries we never know, but they don't get enough coverage. So you just never know. Totally. It's like it's missing such, people could be in videos. I know. It's such a slippery slope because it's like on one hand, it's so powerful that we have social media these days to to, yeah, like give coverage to these tragic cases and also they really like in this case it does help sometimes yeah. and then it's like finding that balance of mm -hmm. you know like talking about it and theorizing People profiting off of it yes yeah. but also I think you know it is helpful for so many eyes to be on it because mm -hmm. that's how exactly people remember oh I saw that guy like you know like you said yeah so yeah I mean the whole situation is sketchy and he just needs to be found immediately. Yeah. Maybe by this time him. we, hopefully by the time this podcast is up, who knows? I know. Stay tuned. And hopefully he's alive so that he can be served actual justice. Yes. But. Well, really quick, lastly, I'll just say, I was saying with, with social media these days, mostly like, yeah, social media, the internet, just all of the like cameras that people have, dash cams on their car, on their, um, you know, ring doorbell mm -hmm. camera, everything. And every single person has a phone pretty much and they could take pictures of anything. Like, I'm just like, how can anyone get away with no. this? Like, there's no world in which he's getting away with this in my mind. Like, because what so do you mean? Off the grid. You can't go off the grid. It's like, with a case this big, everyone knows what you look like, dude. Mm -hmm. it's Everyone's like, watching you. Yeah, you're not like slick. It's like, how, how are you gonna yeah. get away with this? I would be very surprised if he genuinely just gets away with I it. I know. I'm so confused. I and hope not. No. And um, I'm also just confused about the family. Like you said, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. I saw um, Fatima. I saw Fatima post. Uh, it's at Style Fit Fatty, right? Mm -hmm. On her Instagram, she was posting about this. And she was saying, if you knew that like your family member or someone you loved did something bad, would you turn them in? And a lot of people were like, I've been there and I have turned them in. Like, wow. Like it's actually the best thing you can do for them is, you know, they were saying, some people wrote in were like, my 
brother was running away from the cops and he called me and was like telling me goodbye, like, please give me a head start. Like he was for drugs or something serious. And she called the cops immediately and like went and found him herself. And she was like, Mm. he wouldn't have like turned his life around if he didn't have consequences. Like, it's like, yeah, you're not really helping them. Yeah. Run away from the... Because you Police see it on movies. for his whole life. Yeah. It's like, what kind of life? No. No. It, it's like, yeah, it's the best thing for them, I feel like, even for their own conscience. Right. And if they don't have a conscience, you need to put exactly. them in Exactly. They need to be in jail immediately if yeah. they don't have a conscience. It's scary. Like, that's what just... And I was talking to Beth and Danny today about it because we were shooting. And I was just like, I just wonder if this was a freak thing that happened where he just had a bad temper and something, you know, set him off. Or if this was premeditated the whole time that he was even with her on this trip. Because they've been dating for a long time. So it just, it's so disturbing. It's so upsetting. I just really hope we find answers. And I think there was something that came out today, the day that we're recording this, which is Monday, about another 911 call that they had about, because there was all that footage of saying she was the aggressor and she was Mm -hmm. the one who was, you know, the body cam and they're like, he was being calm and creepy, almost like too calm. And she was really upset, Mm -hmm. which is actually usually a sign that she's the one that's being abused because he knows how to keep narcissist. Yeah. He knows how to keep his cool in situations like Mm -hmm. that. But I think there was another 911 call and I might be wrong, but of someone reporting about he them, was hitting that her. he was slapping her in the mm-hmm. car and then they were like trying to get away and he was the one abusing her. Because mm-hmm. people are like, well, she was maybe something, she did something. And I'm like, I just feel like I no. just feel like absolutely. I feel yeah. like he is textbook. Mm-hmm. Narcissist or something. Something ain't right. Yeah. That's for dang sure. So I feel so sad for her and I'm like, ugh, my heart goes out to her family for sure because it's just like, yeah. A night, like actually a nightmare. Actual nightmare. Yeah. We're sending them, we're sending them lots of love and positivity and really hope that justice is served yeah. immediately. Stay tuned on everything. Well, should we get into this advice? Yes, we're we should. We're Kathy's today. I'll start. Okay. Let me okay. My oh. list. Hello, my beautiful besties. I need help. I've become a victim of breadcrumbing. It means when a guy every once in a while will text you, slide up on your stories, little things to keep you attached to the idea he might actually like you. And this has been happening for a year. Hashtag cool. (laughs) I literally cannot get over him. I've tried ignoring, not looking at his stuff, but I live in the same college town and see him a lot. And he slides up and chats with me and will be super flirty in person, but nothing really ever comes of it. I know he should literally be obsessed with me, but I cannot get over this crush. I don't know what to do and I need some help because I get so mad that I care and that I keep holding on to this hope that maybe one day. But I'm also a firm believer in if he wanted to, he would. So please, what should I do? It's so annoying. I'm over it, but I'm also not because I literally think he's the perfect person for me with the tongue out emoji. Hmm. We love these 24-year-old Utah men who act like boys. (laughs) Listen. We've heard all we needed to hear. Drop him. (laughs) I'm like, Utah? (laughs) Listen, listen. This could be, think of this as a fun game because I know it's so hard. Like, trust me, I know that this is hard to do when you really have a crush on a guy and he's like, he gives you a little breadcrumb and you're like, thank you so much for this breadcrumb. Like, I will be just, he does bare minimum. The bar is on the floor. Yeah. But it will be fun for you. Think of it as a game to completely ignore him and block him out of your mind and almost borderline. Pretend he doesn't exist even when he shows himself to you. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if he texts you, if he tries to talk to you, if Mm -hmm. he tries to flirt with you, you go cold. 
I promise it works every single He'll come time. Running. He'll come running back. And here's the kicker. Here's the best part is once you've actually done that for a while, you will start to get out of that little like spell. Spell. You'll have exactly. the power back. And you'll actually be able to decide, is this someone I actually want to be with or was I just infatuated with them momentarily? Great advice. I say go cold. Yeah. Don't reply to anything. I'm telling um, you, like, don't laugh at his jokes. That will cut him to his core. <laughs> you can be nice to him in person. It's not like you should be like, come a different person. Yeah, don't but, be, but don't, be, don't rude. be overly flirty at all. Yeah, don't be flirty. No, no, I'm serious. No laughing at his jokes. Like, eh. yeah, maybe if it's actually funny. If it's actually funny, and no replying to him. Yeah, no replying. Period. And and don't be like sassy about it. Just be like, oh, I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. Like if you don't reply to him and the next time you see him two months later, he's like, what hey, the why didn't you text me? Be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even like see it. And yeah. it's like kind of nice. Like I completely forgot about you. You mean nothing to me. He will, uh, he He'll will come die. running. And, and, and if he doesn't, then bye forever. Yeah. You're obviously not the one yeah. for our queen. Have fun. Have fun playing mind games. <laughs> Okay. I discovered your podcast last year during the first lockdown and I've been listening to it ever since. I never thought I would have anything to write in about, but here we are. People are sending in lots of tongue out emojis. Love that. So basically my boyfriend and I have been together for close to three years now. I'm 19, he's 21. And it's been pretty much smooth sailing up until now. However, I recently discovered that he has been writing hate comments on random people's TikToks. And some of it is pretty nasty. I didn't say anything about the first comment I saw. Okay. No. No, no, no. I have never actually talked to someone who's like experienced this. So I'm excited. I'm sorry for this, that you're going through this, but. Thank you for providing <laughs> us with this. I didn't say anything about the first comment I saw, but over the past few weeks, I've been looking into the comment sections and noticing more and more. No. He definitely has strong opinions, but I've never known him to be so immature and bring other people down over them. He has never come across to me as a bully or a mean person, <gasps> so you can understand how shocked I am. The comments no. range from things like, you're cringe. <gasps> he did not. <laughs> you're cringe. To telling people that they don't deserve... Oh, oh, we went from zero to 100 to telling people that they don't deserve to be alive, but written in a much nastier way. Okay. Okay. Your cringe was kind of funny, but. No, that's uh, very concerning. I brought it up to him that it made me uncomfortable and frankly, just disappointed that he is saying things like that to people. But he just said to me, it's their fault if they choose to get offended by it. It's not that serious. Nope. I tried to explain to him how what he was saying can really hurt people, but it was like talking to a literal brick wall. I'm at a loss for how to go about this and he thinks I'm making it into a big deal. I'm so confused by how casually he does it and how he doesn't see any issues with it. I know what he's doing is 100% not okay, but I don't know whether to keep trying to get him to understand or if it's not worth arguments that come from it. I would love an outside perspective on this. Like, what would you do if you saw Leif or Nick commenting hate on people's Uh, posts? I feel like I'm seeing a new side to my boyfriend that I wish I never knew with a smiley, but with a tear. Emoji. Any advice would be much appreciated. Thank you for all your girls doing. I hope you guys know how much of a positive impact you have on your audience my boyfriend could take a few notes from you guys i'm screaming what if he was like one of our negative reviews i've been waiting for this one (laughs) turn it up i have heard enough i do not like this man i'm sorry no this is not okay no and you know what there is a fine line between funny semi you know opinionated strong opinions okay whatever comments where it's like you know something kind of funny but when you start dragging people down on their something they can't change like their appearance or telling them to do something like not be alive anymore 
No, you have an that illness. Has gone I'm sorry, too you have far. an illness. And it's even more concerning that he's like casually doing it and being like, oh, the, it's their fault if they get okay. Th- let's let's take a look at why this this mentality to me is, and I don't use this term lightly, toxic. Mm-hmm. This mentality of they deserve it. If they if they get offended, that's their problem. Is the same mentality as girls being sexually harassed and abused and saying, well, oh, well, what was she wearing? Yeah. Stop trying to use your poor behavior. Like you're justifying it and yeah. making it as someone else's problem when it's your problem. Here's the thing is... Of course, other people have their own responsibility. And of course, it is other people's fault if they do get offended. That's not the point. No. That's not the point. You're uh, out you there. You have your own things to be responsible for as well. This is not about them. This is about you and why you feel the need to like say these things. I wonder if this is like, if he's really going through something. Obviously, right. you know him. He's your boyfriend. So it's like, is he really just going through something? He's really depressed maybe. And he's taking it out on other people because it's like, Happy people. Don't do this. Don't do that. No, no, period. And I always say that. It's like when people say, how do I deal with hate comments and stuff? It's like, you know, when you really look at the situation, you have to understand that they're not happy and fulfilled because no one who's happy living their best life thriving is writing comments about how people should die yeah. on their on their page. That's Absolutely just I'm not. sorry. That's just not. And, and w- I was actually uh, just, I always come up with really toxic advice in my head for these things. I just, I can't bear to say it. Okay. Well, now I'm not. Fine, I'll say it. (laughs) Don't beg me. Don't beg me. I'm just kidding. Don't do this. But it's like, in my mind, the only way for him- Be bombarded with hate. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. No. They need to know what it feels like. No, this is what I was just talking to- Send me his Instagram handle. (laughs) Yeah. I was just talking to Beth about this. Just hate comments in general. Because I was saying, I'm like- you know, a lot of times I I feel like I've built a thick skin to like hate comments and people who are annoying on the internet. I'm like, okay, yeah, it comes with the territory, whatever. You have to get used to it. Just deal with it. But part of me really feels like we need to, as a society, it needs to be a very embarrassing thing to leave a hate comment. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Why is it so widely accepted and people hop on the train and, and, you know, on TikTok, someone will comment something negative and then other people add to it. It needs to be that that person now, hundreds of people are going to them saying, you're a loser. You are so so embarrassing. embarrassing. Why are you sitting on the internet doing that? Because it is embarrassing. They need consequences. It is embarrassing. It's incredibly like that. She said, what would, how would you feel if you saw Leif leaving comments like that, I would be mortified. I would comment to him, you're cringe. Yeah, I would say, I'm mortified. What are you doing? That's the lowest, like- That's the thing is, it is embarrassing. It's not just like, oh, that's sad. Like, I I wonder what you've said to him so far, and you probably have said something along the lines of this, but like letting him know, like, that it's not really even that, you know, you're showing your true colors, even though that is what this, what is happening. It's that it's so embarrassing that you're doing that. Like, it just shows so much about (sighs) who Who you you are as a person. And your form of humor, maybe, and how low it is and how unfunny it is and how, like, your thoughts work. Right. It, it's, it's unattractive as well. Me. It should be very unattractive. If my friends saw that you were posting that, if like, heaven forbid my friends see that you comment. And obviously, you comment with your personal account and right. not if, even a If you stuff. can tell, yeah. That is just... Because I was saying with Beth, I was like, 
it's funny because I hadn't even read this yet or talked about it, but I was saying, if I saw someone I knew, mm-hmm. comment, if I saw you, Danny, yeah. Beth, anyone comment an actual nasty comment on someone's post, yeah. first of all, I would be shocked beyond measure. Oh, shocked. Secondly, I would call you out immediately. I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you commenting that? Why are you being that's, so mean? That's so embarrassing. Again, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, obviously you're writing in because it's like bad. Because I was yeah. going to say, there's, there's a line if it's like, oh, something kind of like a funny comment that's like, okay, that was kind of rude, but not yeah. like tearing down their character or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm and mostly I'll, thinking about TikTok where it's like the top comment is like kind of a like right. low blow, but also funny where it's like the person yeah. maybe thinks it's a joke. That's even if I saw, I'm like, okay, that's kind of rude, but whatever. Mm-hmm. This is beyond. That's beyond. Uh-huh. What he's doing is beyond that. That's like, he doesn't, he's not even doing it for likes. No. He's doing it to get something out of a system. And we need to find out what's in his system. And what's we need to fix the system. Yeah. Something ain't right. Because, you know, the part of me that's like always wants to say like, he's good down there somewhere. Yeah, like, of there's course. There's something yeah. going on. Definitely. Because obviously you love him for a reason. So there's just something. But I want to validate you right. that it is concerning. It's oh, not 100%. Just, it's not just a funny thing that he's like, oh, you're making it into a big deal. You should be oh, like, heck it no. is a big deal to me. That's, yeah. It, it goes much deeper. You guys better not freaking skip this ad because this is one of my favorite products that I really should post about more because I love it so much. The brand is Array. Array was created to help women feel the best so they can be their best through targeted products, which are 100% natural, filler-free, organic, and formulated by a naturopathic doctor. So they have different capsules that one of them is called the bloat capsule. This thing works so well. It's one of the only things I've ever had work for me as far as bloating goes. I feel like I've been actually getting bloated kind of a lot recently and I'm not exactly sure what the culprit of it is, but these help me so, so much. So if I have like, you know, pizza or pasta, something heavier like that, or a big dessert and my stomach starts to hurt afterwards, or if I accidentally don't ask for oat milk and I have regular milk, these bloat capsules are a life saver. So they can be taken anytime. They can also be taken after like a plant-based meal or something. It doesn't have to be super heavy, but it optimizes digestion with the use of five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme. And it's completely laxative free. So you're not going to like go running to the bathroom. It just really helps that discomfort in your stomach. I'm sure we can all relate. And they work in under an hour. So you actually feel the results. These bloat capsules were designed to give people food freedom so you can enjoy the foods you love without any discomfort, gas, or bloating afterwards. Plus, their products are super chic. They are like very cute branded. You know, they look great on the shelf, in your bag, wherever. So I'm super excited to be working with them. I think you guys will absolutely love them. Go to Array, A-R-R-A-E.com and use code what we said at checkout for 10% off one-time purchases or 15% off first month of a subscription. Go check it out. Again, array.com. Use code what we said at checkout. Have we talked about how Leif and I were talking about this idea for a show mm-hmm. that now it's probably going to get stolen since I put it out into the universe. But hey, if you have the energy to make this show happen, please do because I'd love to watch it. <laughs> Where it's kind of like catfish, uh-huh. but it's like internet trolls, people who troll a lot on the internet. You know, you track them down. I don't know how you'd film it because you'd have to have like their permission, but basically you track them down. You have the police or whoever like track their who it's coming from. The police. And then you go to their house with a camera crew and say, Hi, we saw you leave all these comments about how this person should die. And you bring the people. And you bring the people and say, like, oh, do you really feel that way about her? And then 
you know, it's going to be like catfish where oh. they break down crying and they say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just, actually such a fan. Yeah. I'm actually a fan. I've just been going through a really hard time recently. Yeah. Every like, time. Every time. Like, and, and someone commented recently, cause I was talking about how people are just, they complained about Dixie and Addison going to the Met Gala and like, people are so upset by it. And I'm just like, just stop. Like, who cares? You know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, it's only cause, or I was saying like, with the D'Amelio show as well, I was saying, stop sending these poor girls hate. It's just like, who, just leave it alone. Like, why do you care? And then people were saying, you're only saying that because you're an influencer and you, you like see yourself in them. So like, you know how it feels or whatever. I'm like, exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Sherlock. Yeah, it's like precisely because- I know what it's like to one millionth of a degree. Yeah. And I know how badly that even hurts. So I can't even imagine being 10 years younger than I am, 16 years old, going through that times one million. Yeah. So yeah, it does. Like when I see these things happen to these young girls, I get so defensive because I'm like, it I know what it hurts at, at a small degree. And at 25. Yeah. Well, we're 26 now, but I'm just saying like at 24, even when, when you're getting them 23. Yeah. When you're 16 no. years old. It's not, and it's like she was saying in that, like, your words can hurt someone. Like, it's not a joke. It's not funny. It's not cool. I want it, you know, normalize, normalize bullying internet trolls. No, I'm kidding. But it's like, it's hard because you always want to be the bigger person and you don't want to like call people out. Like people will, you know, comment on my stuff in a mean way. And then I react to it. And lately I haven't been covering their usernames because I'm like, sorry. No, why should you? Why should I protect your identity when you're willing to say these nasty things to me? I don't care. If you're going to say that, the whole world's going to see that you said yeah. that. And I've become really careless about it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sorry. Who cares? Who cares? That's your problem. Yeah. You don't want to be embarrassed? Don't say embarrassing things on exactly. the internet. Exactly. That's why it's so confusing when people comment with their personal things yeah, on Yeah, it's TikToks. even weirder. Because don't you know that those, if you comment, it's more likely to go onto your friend's feed? Friends for you page? Right. So They're going to see You're brave. It. Okay, anyway, sorry for getting on. heated for that. Okay. Hi, my queenies. Okay. So I'm going to get right into it. I have pretty bad acne scarring and have been breaking out a lot lately. I've always been a pretty confident person, but recently I felt so insecure about my skin. I got a new job where I have to wear a mask for hours on end. Like, I mean, over eight hours sometimes. And as nice as it is that I can cover up most of my acne, I also feel extremely insecure whenever one of my coworkers see me without it. Like when I'm on break or drinking water, I wear a supposedly acne preventing face mask, but it clearly does not work for me. Insert JC's tongue out and peace sign. (laughs) I feel like it only makes the situation worse because I can't imagine Imagine a sweaty mask is helping my bad acne. Haney. But I'm going to be going back on Curology, which I actually used to use for over a year, but then went off of it. Worst decision ever. I have hope that Curology will help, but that's going to take at least a few months to adjust to my skin. I cannot help but feel so insecure when people see my entire face with all the scars and breakouts. I feel like less of a person. I don't know how else to describe it. I have a hard time eating in front of people because I feel like they're just staring at my acne and judging that what I'm eating is probably making it worse. So then I try to only eat healthy. Oh, this my is heart just is like breaking for you. Oh, I feel guilty about anything. Oh, and I feel guilty about anything unhealthy, but that's an unhealthy cycle in and of itself. Okay, you're very self-aware. So let's start with that. That's a great thing. My skin is just always on my mind. And when I'm at work, I'm constantly fidgeting with my mask to make sure it's covering all my scars, et cetera. I hate feeling this way. I would love any tips from you guys as to how to accept myself and my skin and stop comparing myself to others. Sorry for the run-on sentences and probably multiple grammar errors. LOL. Thank you guys. I love you more than you know. Aw. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know what? Skin problems are so stressful. Stressful. And it really is like constantly on your mind when you have skin problems because it's your face. It's the first thing people see from you. So you're constantly like self-aware and Mm self-conscious of 
your pimples or your acne or scars yes. or whatever it is that's going on. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I'm it's, so sorry. It's like, I feel like, and this is, I don't know if this will help at all, but I feel like, first of all, I always say like people never care as much as you think they do. And that's, you know, easier said than done, I guess, like when you're not the person, but we're all our own worst critics. So even if you have a ton of acne scarring, it's like, I can't think of a single time that like I've seen someone with acne scars and been like, whoa, like, and thought about it for more than 0.1 second. It's like, it's really just not a big deal. And I'm not saying that to minimize your feelings because I know for a fact that skin problems are just so incredibly annoying. And so there's, it's also so uncomfortable to be dealing with it. But I don't know if that will give you like any peace that I feel like a lot of people, if they look for one second, they don't care or think about it for any longer than 0.1 second. So it's like, you're your own worst critic. Something that helps me with any kind of physical difference in my body or something that I'm not loving on my body. And I can say like, as I've gone through pregnancy, especially like I've just had a lot of like weird changes where I'm like, okay, like yeah. really trying hard to accept that. And I know this is not the same, but like I've, I've gotten, did I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I've gotten like melasma. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing, but basically like there's like dark spots like coming up on my face and like on my body um, that I've never seen before. So my nose is like legitimately brown now. Somehow yeah. <laughs> it just turned into one big freckle, which is fine. You know, it's, it's not the end of the world, but at the same time, something different. That yeah. You're not- and it's just like, when I look at my face, it's like my face and my yeah. nose and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. And I just see it every time I'm like talking to my camera and I'm just like, this is just really not the vibe. But I always try and tell myself, even when my body changes, you know, weight and it like fluctuates or anything like that. Something that helps me is to think that this will pass Definitely. and that it's not always going to be the same. It, it might not get 100% better. That's not what I'm saying. Like, Oh, one day I'll be perfect. Yeah. But it's like, my body is constantly going through changes and this is not where it my is forever. forever. Yeah, definitely. You're going to age, your, your skin's going to change in, in different ways. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. It doesn't have to be either of them. It's just like knowing that this too shall pass yes. and like telling yourself that kind of relieves a little bit of stress. Definitely. Where it's like, okay, I'm working on it. That's all I can do. I can't change it overnight. And I know that this is not going to be the same for the rest of my life. Yeah. So- I don't know. And everyone has their thing that they compare themselves to others with. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has like one or two things where like, oh, I really struggle with comparison in this area. And I don't know, you're not alone. Like I mm-hmm. think so many people struggle with their skin. I've struggled with my skin. It's like, it is truly such an annoying and uncomfortable just feeling. And yeah, I think that was great advice. I feel like it will get better. Yes. Yeah. That's... that's Good to hold on to. Yeah. Both of us have gone through really bad stints with our skin, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Where it's like times in your life where you're just like, will my skin ever be the same? Like, I just feel like it's out of control. But it does. It does get better. Mm -hmm. Hi, girls. I haven't really talked about this with anyone because it feels stupid. But I trust you both with my life. So here I am writing in. Well, we will tell you if it's stupid (laughs) or not. I've been with my boyfriend for six months and have realized I have had such a hard time initiating bedroom time. He's expressed this to me too and says, just say it if you want it to happen. He has expressed this to me too and says, just say it if you want it to happen. Like, I think he's saying. Right. If you want to, say it. Okay. (laughs) But when it comes to that time, I get so nervous that he won't want to do anything or I'll sound stupid. Hmm. I love him so much and trust him fully, so I don't get why I have such a block with this. He is the first person I've ever slept with, so maybe lack of experience. Any input would be much appreciated. Love you both so much. Thanks for all that you do. Okay, wait. I'm trying to sort this out in my mind. 
you have a hard time initiating and you feel like he has a hard time initiating? No, I think she feels like, like he's saying, if you want to, then just say it. And she's like, but I feel dumb because I don't want to be like, I want to. And then he's like, I'm not in the mood. Oh, like she's scared of rejection. Yeah. And she's like, oh. But I feel like very rarely boys are like, yeah, I was going to say, they're probably not going (laughs) to reject you too often. Also, I feel like, is it maybe even necessary to like say it? Like maybe just start, you know, kissing him. Yeah, you, you know, you know what? They're very easy. Boys are like oh, a they're light very switch. Very easy. Boys are like a light switch. Literally, just be glad you're not a boy. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like uh-huh. trying to like seduce a girl. I feel like that's a real task to like yeah. really get a girl in the mood subtly. Yeah, subtly. But, um, I mean, you could. I'm not saying like don't communicate. You could definitely be like, oh, I'm in the mood and I whatever. It's hard because only you can really know why mm-hmm. you have that block or what that's like. Because I'm thinking if. That could be a lack of trust, but it sounds like you trust him fully, you know? Well, and you have to understand too, this is what I always think. It's like, there are times when you're just not in the mood Mm -hmm. and you know that it has nothing to do with like your partner and who they are, like how much you're attracted to them. It's like- I'm just literally not in the mood. I have a headache or I'm tired or whatever. So if he were to reject you or be like, I'm just not tonight or something like that. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Just remember that. Like, it's like, okay, if you start to like kind of initiate something and it's going well and it starts leaving and he's just like, uh, like, uh, let's stop. It's like, okay. It, it's going to hurt. I'm, I'm validating you that it's it, uh, like, you're it's like, going oh, to hurt a little bit. It just feels bit. like rejection for sure. Yeah. Especially again, when it's a guy, you're just like, hmm? like, really? Okay. Yeah. Are you, are you speaking English? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, just know it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And it's like he probably actually— You know, but we also need to normalize some girls have like crazy, you know, high sex drives. So for sure. Normalize that too. <laughs> normalize everything. Normalize sex. Okay. <laughs> moving on. This is a long and juicy story, but real quick. Thank you ladies for spreading your positivity and wisdom to all of us listeners. I've taken away plenty of life-changing advice from nearly every episode of your podcast and it helps more than you know. Wow. That's very nice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Into the story. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over two years and friends for five years. He's my best friend and I see myself marrying him one day. We just moved in together last July and living together has brought us even closer. The last year during quarantine was the hardest year for both of us. My dad discovered he had clots in his heart and had to undergo many heart procedures and eventually open heart surgery. The day he was cleared, my little sister was unexpectedly hospitalized from having blood clots in both of her lungs. I'm 23. She was 19 at the time. She is my best friend and she's also really close with my boyfriend. So it was devastating for us both to nearly lose her. I became employed as a CNA for my sister, basically a caretaker. So during the most traumatizing week of my life, my boyfriend's mom Mom decided she needed to add a little bit more spice. Oh, oh not the freaking mom. Rewind to the month we found out about my dad's health issues. January of 2020, my boyfriend's mom admitted after months of suspicion that she absolutely does not like me dating her son. Rad. This came up for multiple reasons, most of which consist of just judgy, awkward, and hurtful comments she has made toward me at family dinners. Even though her feelings toward me were out in the open now, she continued to say hurtful and nasty things about me to him behind my back. And she also talked badly about my family during an emotionally fragile time for all of us. Oh my gosh, lady. Sis, we're in the room. Now fast forward three months to when my sister comes home from the hospital, April 2020. She does the same thing all over again, but worse. She throws yet another massive tantrum after my boyfriend tells her she was in the wrong for not setting me a place at her table for his family dinner, but instead placing a 
stool in the corner for me, away from everyone else. I'm yep. sorry, what? Yep, she gave me a stool in the corner. And this is just the cherry on top of all the hurtful things she has said and done behind my back. The frustrating part is that she has thrown these fits multiple times now, three to be exact. And it was so bad after the stool incident that my boyfriend hasn't spoken to the her in months. Stool. All good for him. When he confronted her, she attempted to gaslight him and manipulate him his emotions by pointing out everything wrong with me. I'm not concerned about him leaving me because of her. It's obvious she has personal issues to work through and he's made it clear to his mom that he will not speak to her again if she continues being emotionally abusive and rude, but it still hurts that she takes it out on me. To make it more annoying, she texted me an apology, quote unquote, on the morning of my birthday and asked to speak to me that day. Okay, I said no. girl. Manipulative. Oh my gosh, she is making me want to throw up because every time something's going on with her, she has to make it about the mom. Like the mom has to make it about her. Right. If something's going on with the girlfriend, like a family tragedy, she's getting attention. And it's not like good attention that anybody wants. Right. But she can't bear Deal the with thought it. that she's getting more attention than her. So she has to make it about her. She has to like make some drama. You're so right. Her birthday. It's like, it can't possibly be good about her. It can't just be like, oh, you know. That oh. is so disturbing. Okay, so she said no. Good. It's your freaking birthday. I feel selfish for saying this, but I wanted to enjoy my birthday. No, you should not feel selfish. Her apology did not feel genuine, and it frustrated me because she wasn't even apologizing for what she did, but more so apologizing for me having hurt feelings. A classic. That's not an apology. No. I can't feel like myself around her and I already struggle with severe anxiety. So when I'm around people I dislike, it makes my social anxiety worse. But then she criticizes me for being quiet. There is no winning, but I truly think I'm at a point now where I don't even care how she feels and I don't want to acknowledge her after giving her multiple chances and all of them ending with her being hateful towards me or my relationship. I told my boyfriend I don't feel comfortable seeing or talking to her. There are more important things in my life right now. Is it wrong for me to feel this way? Thank you and I appreciate you ladies so much. P.S. My dad and sister are both doing okay and we got a cute puppy to make up for the family oh, trauma. Oh, good. I'm glad they're doing okay. Yes. Um. No, you're not crazy She's for gotta go. doing it. Honestly, I think you should cut her off even more. Yeah. She's not getting it. No, she's gotta go. There's oh. nothing to say besides she's got to go. You know what show we need to watch? What? I think it's called like Gotta Love a Mama's Boy or something like that. That sounds a chill down my spine. <laughs> no. Have you seen clips? I saw a clip on TikTok and it was a mom wedding dress shopping with her daughter-in-law or sorry, mother-in-law with her daughter-in-law yes. and her son. Yes. And the son was picking out a tux and she was like, well, you're wearing a white dress to the bride. Mm -hmm. So he's going to match you no matter what. I want him to match. I'm walking him down the aisle. So I want him to match me. So let's give him a red tux. Ew. And she was like, I want him to wear blue. And she's like, ew, no, no, no. Like gaslighting this bride while they're picking no. out the tux. And I wanted to scream. I'm sorry, but like, and trust me, this really doesn't come from personal experience because my mother-in-law is very cool. But like bad mother-in-laws make me more mad than anyone no. else. Any of my friends that have just like a shocking mother-in-law, yeah. it makes me want to scream. It's I know. just like the things they do, I swear to you, it's always that, like you said, they want to make things about them. Yep. They don't feel like they get enough attention. Their relationship with their, whoever their significant other is, is probably not that great because mm -hmm. they don't feel like they get enough validation. They want the validation from the sun. It's so toxic. It's like, so scary. I can't deal with it. It's so scary. It's so crazy. It Chelsea, literally are you going to be a crazy mother-in-law? No, I think son? about this all the time though. I'm like, <laughs> I tell Nick, I'm like, if I ever do anything, and there's girls, like moms on TikTok that will do weird trends like that too. It's like me going up to my son's future girlfriend and being like, I effing hate you for no <gasps> reason. I'm like, uh, 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 you, you're scary. That's emotional incest, my friend. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. That's, 
odd. But you you don't have a reason to hate her. You just hate her because she's dating your son. You want him to be single for the rest of his life? I'm so confused by it. I really truly don't believe that I'll be like that. But I think that's just because I have a great relationship with Nick and I'm like yeah. so validated by him. But I don't know. Oof. You guys got to be honest with me if I, if you start seeing the signs. Well, it's like, can Send you- me on the show. Got to love a mama's boy. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm a huge fan and can't even explain how much the podcast has meant to me over the last few months. I'm looking for some advice on dealing with FOMO. I made a lot of changes in my life the last few months and have been super happy. I love my job, my apartment, and my family and friends. But lately I've been dealing with a lot of envy. Like when I see people going on cool trips, a lot of my plans got canceled this year due to COVID. So maybe that's part of it. I try to take breaks from social media, but I still find myself feeling like everyone else's lives are just so cool. I know it's all just a highlight reel, but I can't help but feel a little down sometimes. How do you guys deal with FOMO or comparison? (laughs) (laughs) Just a deep sigh. Delete your Instagram, baby. I think this is just becoming more and more prevalent in today's world. And I think, honestly, I've actually been feeling this way a little bit too recently because I think for a while there, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I feel like during the pandemic, there was a lot less FOMO because yeah, no one was literally couldn't anything. do anything. So you're not seeing anyone go tra- you know, traveling the world in these cool outfits and hanging out and doing amazing things with their friends because everyone's literally at home doing mm-hmm. nothing. So I have started to feel that kind of like travel envy again where like I see people going on these trips and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just want to travel so bad. Obviously with like my fertility journey, it's like everyone's like, I'm pregnant. I'm Here's the gender yeah. and I'm like, awesome. I've definitely, I'm just validating you. I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people feel that way in different times of their life. And it's almost like no matter what, and I don't know if you feel this way, so I don't want to like put words in your mouth, but it almost feels like no matter what stage of life you're in, it's easy to constantly look at other people. And like, I always say there's pros and cons to every stage of life, but it's like, so I don't know if you feel this way, but it's like being pregnant. Do you ever like look at people who aren't pregnant? And you're kind oh, of like, talking to me. Yes, I you. I talking to the girl. Oh, I'm sorry. And no, I'm talking to Chelsea okay. to see like yeah. if you feel this way. Okay. It's like being pregnant. Of course, you're so grateful for it. Yeah. Are there ever times that you like compare yourself to people who aren't or to other people? 100%. And I was actually was thinking about this today because I was kind of almost catching myself kind mm-hmm. of doing the same thing of you want something so bad. And then when you have it, you're oh, like the grass is always greener. Totally. Because I was just thinking like, we were taking pictures at the beach and I love my bump. Uh, but, but at the same time, I was thinking, I'm like, dang, I really miss like just not having this bump and just like having my body back to myself where mm-hmm. I'm just, you Normal. know, I can eat. My digestive system works properly. Like, you know, and I always say, I'm like, I love my son. I'm like, I feel like I'll love him a little more when he's outside of my body. Yeah. But I caught myself. I'm like, no, people, I always see people being like, I missed my bump. I miss being yeah. pregnant. And I'm like, you just need to be in the place that you're in. Mm-hmm. And and I'm this is me saying this to myself. Yeah. And just know that this is such a small amount of time. Yeah. And just be grateful for it. And like, yeah, like you said, I'm so happy. But yeah, I do find myself like looking at people who are not pregnant or who are out doing something or like literally doing a handstand or a cartwheel. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. like, Or sleeping on their stomach. I'm like, oh gosh, that looks yeah. so nice. Like I miss that. But I think you also have to remember that on social media, people are not only showing you their highlight reel. It's like they are purposely doing that as well. It's mm-hmm. like, even as influencers, we're almost like purposely trying to sell you our highlight reel where it's like showing you the best of the best moments. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like you're videotaping or videotaping. <laughs> Are we in the 90s? VHS. Yeah. 
you know, you're going down, you're driving down the road. Me and Nick are in our car and we're just having a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I spill my drink, but then I only record like out the window of the beach view that I don't even look at for more than like two seconds. And then I'm like back to like being on my phone or something like that. And that's the only part that you see is like, oh, she's driving down PCH. So dreamy. No, totally. And I I was saying that to you when you, me and Beth were at lunch. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it was a very fun lunch. So yeah. it's not like it wasn't. But I was saying, isn't it so interesting how, like I took like a two second video on, you know, my phone. And I had one on my camcorder mm-hmm. of like you were doing something funny and then I showed like the food and stuff. And I'm like, I bet to other people, again, there was nothing wrong with the lunch. So I guess this maybe isn't a great example, but I was saying it's so crazy how like that looks just like the most fun, dreamy, yeah. amazing lunch. And it's like, yeah, it was great. It was fun. But everything looks better on yes, social media. 100%. Even when I post like <laughs> the five seconds of uh, like a selfie that I take, like, you know, holding my bump. And I'm like, oh my gosh, third trimester. Like what you don't see is 99% of the day. I'm like on the couch. I'm going like, oh, Nick, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. But you just as a human just tend to want to post the good stuff. Yeah, post the good stuff. And so if you remember that, I that's what I try and do is like remember that I do that. Mhm. And someone's everyone always going to have it better and always remember that people have their um I don't know how else to say this besides like they have their peaks and their pits. Like they yeah. have their moments that are great and then they have their moments that are not great. Like I've even thought about this with like people who I admire on social media. It's like sometimes they like skyrocket and they're just like, mm-hmm. have, they're just on this roll where it's like, they're so popular. They get so many views. And then it's like, oh, kind of stagnant for a while. Everyone just goes through like, you know, yeah. little valleys. And it's just like, Hills your time and will come where you get to like go on the trip you've been wanting to go on. And yeah. you just have to remember that everything looks better on social media. So when you go on that trip, just live in the moment and like For you can sure. get, still get awesome photos. I'm not saying you can't, but like, you know, don't now go on that trip and then be like, oh, I didn't get cool enough photos or like wish that away. Yeah. When like you've been wanting to do that. 100%. When you are looking at other people's stuff, you're thinking about them and you're thinking about, well, actually you're thinking about yourself basically mm-hmm. and, and how you compare to them. But that's what the whole like romanticizing your life, I think is really good for is making it like my trip or my day at home or my whatever it is that you're comparing yourself to is so special to Mm -hmm. me. It doesn't have to be better. It doesn't have to be worse. It's just so special. And if I'm just focused on like gratitude, it helps so much. I know it's like the most cliche answer ever, but it's like going back to anything. It's like, if I see somebody on a beach trip at a beach house, that's like so nice. Then of course, next time I go on a beach trip to a beach house, that's so nice. I always like, I'm comparing it to, well, they did this Mm -hmm. and they had this like house Mm -hmm. or whatever. But if I just forget about them and it's like, I'm just so grateful that I get to do this. I never thought I would be able to like mm-hmm. take vacations like this. And then all of a sudden it feels amazing. Yeah. Instead of feeling like You have to take shiz. everyone out of the equation. Literally, exactly. they have nothing to do with you in your life. Yeah. Really, when it comes down to it, they have nothing to do with you. Yeah. And they might so be sad. Not, yeah. It's not worth it. Um, <laughs> lastly. Like they might be suffering. Yeah. <laughs> lastly, remember we were talking to one of our friends recently. She went on this trip and I was talking about how like it looked amazing. Like the photos are so dreamy. She's like, it was literally a shiz show. She was awful. Like the weather was horrible. So many things got ruined. Like, you know, it was, she was doing some photo shoots and like everything about it went wrong. And I was like, well, wow, you really made it look amazing on social media. I thought it looked like. Sure fooled me. Yeah. I'm like, you should be fooled me. So, you know, I'll leave you with that. 
It's not always rainbows and but butterflies. But just so you know, everything we do <laughs> actually is amazing. Like, but oh, our lives actually are perfect. more amazing than we show you. We try and dumb it down for you guys. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for writing in. You know, we've always tried to make these episodes a little shorter, but we're chatty today. We love to talk. What can I, we say? What can we say? We could go on for hours. But thank you guys. Hope we gave you some decent advice that you could do something with. Thank you guys so much for all your support. We finally got our 10 million cake. Go look at our Instagram if you want to see it. It turned out really cute. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been a great week. We're just, things are good. So Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We love you. And that's what we... Well, oh, sorry. You went r- into the that's like, really and that's fast. What we said. Yeah. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Much better. Bye. Bye.